Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is a tasty time here at our community today here. We want you to meet some special people. Take some special food today. As we meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's Very Hungry OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. With our host, John, you're, you're just making my mouth water here today. This food yes. smells so <laughs> yes. good today here. Teresa brought some delicious empanadas. Oh, wow. Let me welcome everybody, of course, to our community podcast show, where our community is your community, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, John Gutierrez, Senior Vice President here at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Today, we have a special guest, Teresa Razo, owner and CEO of Villa Roma and Cambalache Restaurant. Grill restaurants. Uh, she's a Latina entrepreneur, an author and speaker, entrepreneur woman of the year, wife and mother of two amazing boys, and as we all know, has an amazing husband, Mr. Chef Leo Raso. Teresa, yes. welcome to the show. Yes, thank you very much, Johnny. It's a pleasure. It's an honor to be here, and I'm just so grateful to be here. And thank you for doing this. This is great where everybody gets to know our community. Yes, yes, and we're going to get into all of that fun community stuff that we always do. Thank you so much for bringing these delicious empanadas. Tell everybody briefly what we see here in and, front of and us. And hold them up because on the camera they're cut off. Yeah, so just pick okay, them up well, there. Right there. You can see them there right there. Well, go. we had some beef empanadas here. They're traditional Argentine empanadas. Um, and like Johnny said, it was full, but now it's halfway full. <laughs> We're going to taste some today here. I don't know. John didn't want to do this. We're going to taste some and try some. Can I tell you my quick story? Just I don't usually talk on the show, but i got to tell you the story I told. Sure. sure. I live over uh, near Ladera, and I've never tried an empanada. My neighbor comes over to me. He's Russian. And he comes over and he says, oh, my God, I discovered this place. They have this most incredible thing called empanadas. They're like this folded over pocket of, of beef and stuff and everything. Oh, look at that. And I said, I've never heard of it. He took me over there. Oh, my God, we both went crazy for this thing here. Why is this not America's next big hot food here? Empanadas. This is co- so from Argentina, I guess, right? Yes, yes, from Argentina. And it has become a very popular dish or, or just entree. Everybody just loves to have empanadas, and there's, uh, you know, been growing. Everybody's been growing, and, you know, now we sell mm. so many. We I mean, started with 100, a, uh, you know, a week, and now it's thousands, and people, people love them and, and enjoy it. And what is it? Is it an Argentinian dish, or yes. is it something? So yes, it's, explain it for those that can't taste it here today. What is it? So we have several kinds, or the filling is is uh, different. Uh, these particular ones here are ground beef. So it's just basically cooked ground beef with spices and a little mm. bit of bell peppers and. Um, but it's like it, a pocket. It's like a. It's like yeah, a. Um, it's. I don't yeah, know how to describe it's it. It's like a, a little pastry, hot pie. Little hot pie. Yeah. yeah there you go. It's like mm. a little hot pie, and mm. they're. Artisan, because every single one of them we make, produce, and close by hand. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of work, a lot of love in each little. And what else empanada. is in it? I taste some uh, onions and some other things. Yes, some onions. And everything. Uh, yeah, and we import some of the spices so that they are traditional from Argentina. And I can attest that I've been to the restaurant many times. And I can actually see the lady as you walk yes. by there, mm-hmm. one by one, making these empanadas. Yes. 
how many empanadas would you say she makes, I don't know, weekly, monthly, um, your staff does? On a monthly basis, I think we're producing over about 30, 35,000 empanadas right now. 35,000 empanadas. Mm -hmm. Wow. Congratulations. That Thank is you. That is I such know. a success story because that goes to show consistency, right? Yes. Of your product and mm -hmm. the quality of it, right? Yeah. And there's a little uh, story about it also because, you know, we would sell empanadas. Yeah. And maybe we'd sell 20 a day, 50, maybe 100 a week. Mm -hmm. And I came up with Empanada Tuesday. Mm. Okay. And I thought it was just a way, uh, first of all, give uh, thanks to the people, you know, to our community saying, okay, here's an opportunity for you to take an empanada at half price. Yes. You know, so if it's $3, it's one fifty or, or something like that. And you can enjoy those empanadas and, you know, share it with your friends, share it with your family, and people get to taste it, get to know it, but it's it's a good price, you know, it's a special yes. price. Yes. And thinking outside the Taco Tuesday. Yes. And um, we started with that. and What now, a great concept. So just... It grew, it grew from there. It grew from there. So now, not only on Tuesdays, um, but we also sell a, a lot during the rest of the days. But it's because people know it, and they're perfect for your Super Bowl, for your family gatherings, graduations, anything. Name and, it. And I will tell you, my kids love the mm -hmm. day you also have the discount and you have them all the time but uh, we love when you have the pizza yes right those are what Wednesdays day? Wednesdays Wednesdays two for one two for one and mm -hmm. let me tell you the pizzas there are delicious my mm -hmm. boys love them I yes. love them um, I could probably eat a whole pizza by myself mm -hmm. I mean they're they're really good I love that it's like that thin kind of like thin crust soft. Oh, and we yeah. have different uh, pizzas than they out of the normal. We have the Argentine pizza, and then we also um, invented a chimi pizza, which is a skirt steak, traditional mm -hmm. skirt steak with chimichurri pizza. So it's a white chimichurri pizza with steak. Now, since we're talking about food, Teresa, mm -hmm. I don't know if I should show everybody on the camera what you brought me, which is the special. Um, Absolutely, Leo sandwich. I think you should. Should, should I show everybody? Yeah, and that was a sandwich. Okay, let me Leo's, grab it. Let Leo me grab sandwich. it. Yes. Let me let me get it. And talk talk to them that? about it while you're well. And why are you doing that? Explain to me. This is the confusion I had when I went there. Uh -huh. It's via Roma. This yes. is an Italian restaurant. She brought us. So when I go there, I'm not expecting Argentinian food in a place called Via Roma. Are there a lot of Italians in Argentina? Or how how did you come to own Via Roma? And add uh, Argentinian elements to a classic Italian restaurant. Well, it's definitely um, there are numerous. There was a back in the years. There's uh, numerous immigration from Italy into Argentina. So all pretty much all restaurants in Argentina are Italian Argentine. So we started with Villa Roma just as an Italian restaurant. That's why it has uh, more of an Italian name, and then it grew. And in the process, it grew into an Argentine and Italian, and now we have both uh, both combination there. And you know, it's and what is this? Sandwich. Yeah, what is this sandwich? This is a Lomito sandwich, Lomito especial, but Leo style. So Chef Leo style. So it has avocado and egg and everything. We have such a such a hard job today to do. Yes, I know. Look, they they ignore me, and now they're eating. <laughs> Just keep talking. We'll keep yeah. going. <laughs> just keep talking. We'll, yeah. we'll, just keep, we'll just keep going, right? Okay. All right, I'll put my headset back so on. So what is Argentinian food like? Explain to us, because I'm totally unfamiliar with Argentinian cuisine. Well, it's a lot of meat. There are wow. probably one of the countries that is the best in its meats. They take pride in that and how to mm. cook, not only on their meats, but how to cook their meats. It's just mesquite grill and just 
deliciously flavored with their sea salt, um, Argentine salt. I read about what are they, gauchos? Am I saying yep, that correctly? Yeah, the gauchos. Uh huh. The cowboys. Basically, yeah, it's a basically, whole cowboy culture, and, mm-hmm. and just like in the American West, where they drove cattle and Correct. ate beef and that same uh, on the big plains and uh, whatever you call it, the what I don't know what they call the plains in Argentina, but the Yep, the and pampas or something. The pampas, and right. you know they're excellent on their meats and empanadas and potatoes and salad. Um, there's a lot of other things that they produce, but basic, basically a lot of meat. And their cut, cuts are very particular, and they just enjoy a nice asado. That's what they call it—a a nice asado, an Argentine grill. Well, I got to tell you, this sandwich is a sandwich that I know I often—I mean, it's my go-to sandwich. Yes. If I'm bringing a client over to Villa Roma or Cambalache. Mm-hmm. But I got to also say, the raviolis <laughs> are a quiet, secret plate that people don't know about. Yes. And when I take family or friends, we get those as like an appetizer. Mm-hmm. And and I know my wife loves a calamari. My yes. wife loves a calamari. The calamari. Um, but those raviolis and, and what we call... The sopita sauce. Uh-huh. My boys love the the bread with the sauce that comes in the in the it's ravioli. The pink sauce. Pink yeah. sauce. Mm-hmm. And that's a combination, right, of two yeah. sauces. Yeah, marinara and Alfredo, basically. That sauce, I we could sell barrels of it, mm-hmm. like to people. <laughs> Once people try that bread with that sauce, and I, and I'm sorry that everybody's probably at lunchtime, like getting really hungry. I can just hear my wife right now when I get home today. I was listening to the show. And, and I was thinking, of, yeah, I'm thinking about the sandwich, the empanadas. I mean, that sauce is delicious. Yes. And a lot of people, the raviolis, I know you do a lot of catering, right? Yes, we do a lot of catering. And um, a lot of people, you know, we always tell them, you know, you can choose the sauce and mm-hmm. this. And it's probably what the favorite. We'll keep talking about all this. And we'll definitely want to plug in that this Sunday, right? Yes. You have Baella Fun Day. Tell everybody about that, please. Paella Fun Day, it's, it's really, um, I call it Paella with the Purpose event. We Leo has uh, represented the U.S. Um, in making paella in Spain, in the competition. Okay. So he represented in Spain back in 2018, I believe. And then Talk pan- about that for a second. How, is there a, there's a paella competition in Spain. Yes, there's and, a traditional paella competition in Spain. And world, was there, how did he get known. selected from Orange County here to represent the United States in this event here? Well, he participated in uh, several qualifications here. Mm-hmm. He had to do paella, and then they would have to. He would have to uh, win his place there. So after doing a couple competitions, he was selected to represent uh, U.S. in Spain. And from there he came back and, you know, we've always done paella, but when we discovered that he could do a lot more with paella and and really do what we love, which is help the community, we started doing catering for paellas to help nonprofits or to just raise money, and we created paella with a purpose. So every paella that we make has a purpose. It's either if you have a catering, we pay all the costs, and whatever's left, we put it in paella with a purpose. And it helps children with cancer. It helps anybody in need. Uh, we send food over to um, different shelters or families. Yes. And we also do, um, you know, we call it dispensas, which is groceries for elderly people back in Leo's hometown in Jalisco, Mexico. I got to tell you, Teresa, what you guys do in the community is just fabulous. I wish. For those of you that haven't been to Villa Roma or Cambalache, of course, Villa Roma is in Laguna Hills. Yes. Right off of La Paz there. Many of you may already know about it, but 
But I think what's what's beautiful to share is I know I was there myself a few years back before the pandemic when you all went to feed, what was it, 180, 200? 280. 280 homeless families, mm-hmm. right? In Anaheim. In Anaheim. It was indoor at this place. Mm-hmm. And I remember being there. And the, How many paellas did you make that day? I think we made about four. They're huge, four or though. five paellas. Huge I paellas. can't remember. Yeah. And I remember they kept coming back for more. Yes. For more. And just... I couldn't stop smiling. My face hurt yes. from smiling. Your heart just brought you so much joy. And yeah. there was children there. Children, yes. families. Elderly. Elderly. And for them to just enjoy what, in essence, we're enjoying right now. Mm-hmm. And we had paella with shrimp and everything. I mean, it was just like what we would sell at the restaurant. So, you know, a lot of people is like, wow, it has the meat. Wow, it has this. Mm-hmm. And also very important to know is that, you know, people always maybe a lot of people just stereotype they say homeless people and drugs or, yes. or alcohol yeah. and that's not always the case exactly. and actually especially in these times a lot of people just really suffered a lot through covid and lost a lot of things and yes you know it's really hard i mean if you have a family and you lose the, the dad which is the main supporter financially then you know what do you do and there's a lot of people there that had to lose everything because they went through an illness or just because something didn't go right and um, there is a lot of people there or they're elderly and there's no way to live if you don't have family that supports you as an elderly person and you make such a great point I know through ROC hospice you Mm -hmm. had always helped us in many forms and ways charity wise supporting some of the families that I know there's there's seniors who can't get out they can't get food and you guys were bringing food to them yes that is just beautiful yeah especially during the pandemic because first of all they can't get out as it is and they were scared to get out and they were scared and they were compromised yes so we also created um i was part of a a group amazing group that was created delivering with dignity and then we also had um food boxes or whoever reached out to us we were able to get volunteers on the side and and help out or or we communicated a lot with uh school districts because they're the ones that have a a better understanding and know which family is needed and you know it's it was really hard times and the only thing i can think of is how can we help and by it with the purpose helped us do a lot more things because it started with a sack of rice and it just we turned it into a big thing and you know Paella with the purpose now has been able mm-hmm. to between nonprofits and what we raised and everything probably raised over three hundred thousand dollars to help wow mm-hmm. three hundred thousand mm-hmm. man congratulations seriously oh. and I, and i gotta say that food is a common denominator wouldn't yes. you say like it brings people together brings people together and what we yeah we have restaurants and it's you know great we have a market in delhi we have restaurants but for me the restaurants have been really a vehicle to really do my passion which is go out there and do in the community what i love to do and and just help and support and inspire and you know truly help you know who's in need and um you know, we always say that it's 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 something that we have in stone there at both restaurants is, you know, we prepare food and you can get food anywhere. Exactly. Every block or, exactly. you know, anywhere you want. But our food is just doesn't satisfy, you know, just your palate or doesn't satisfy just because you're hungry. Yes. We want it to satisfy the soul. Yes. And that's a big thing for us. And um, Leo always says, you know, he prepares food and yes. uh with love yes and we always garnish it with gratitude because every plate you know is 
you, full of gratitude. Tell us a little bit about where that love came from. I mean, you. Where did that come from? You, I know one day we'll have Leo here on the show, but tell us about you. Where did that come from uh, your upbringing? Well, um, God, it was really interesting how I got into it. It's all Leo's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Leo's fault. It's Leo's fault. Es tu culpa, Leo. Sí. <laughs> um, well, my parents are from Jalisco, Mexico. Okay. And... Um, you know, we, our culture, you know, especially... Great food there, right? Great, great food, but yes. always there's a saying in, in our culture is like, there's one more person, oh, ponle más agua a los frijoles. Right. You know, put more water to the beans. Yes. Because that, that same pot of beans that was going to feed four, now is going to feed six. And yes. it's very common for us to, to share. Or if you're eating something, even somebody walks by, it's like, you want some? It's to share. Yes. So food is, is is part of the culture of, you know, in and food brings people together. Yes. And um, that's something that was instilled in you at a young age. At a young age, and always as a culture, because I was born here. But every summer, my dad would drive. We would drive from here to all the way to um, Ocotlan, Jalisco. Really? Yes. That's a drive. Yeah. Well, and we made it even longer because he would stop in you know um different spots because yes. he had a family so that's kind of nice you got yeah. to see different areas as, yeah. a, as a child growing up yeah. right and i don't know maybe i went eight nine times like that and we would go there and then you know we enjoyed all of the summer maybe a whole month you know yes. we stayed there and interacted with family the culture the whole thing and then we came back and then it was for me time to go to school so every summer i would go unfortunately that stopped when i was 10 because my dad passed away so sorry to hear that but um but that's great that your dad by taking you and traveling you got to learn the culture the yes. food maybe the art the yes. music everything and that stayed in your heart even though you were born here and in reality you were raised here yeah. in the u.s the fact that he did that played a huge role in your life because it, did. it affected now your career and not only that but we would go through the whole year we would go to garage sales mm. on saturdays okay and um i was the one on the i don't know if anybody remembers the penny saver <laughs> It was, it, it was it was this back. little catalog, yeah, right? In yeah. case people don't know out Paper. there, all the young what is a penny saver? Yeah. Like the yellow pages. What, what is, is that? Yeah. So it's something like that, like yes. the yellow pages. So you but would go through the penny saver. Penny saver, find oh. out the garage sales, and wow. my dad would buy sometimes used or sometimes um, new clothes, because sometimes you would find good stuff there. Yes. And he would pile it up, and every time we would drive to, to uh, Ocotlan, Jalisco, he would have boxes and suitcases full of it and we would take it to and donate it to this part of uh, of Ocotlan yes. to the family we would give, give it, back. it to and, and give so it back to he was giving you an example of yes. what to do how without to me back. knowing I, w I was raised like that that's and beautiful until later years I realized that that was instilled in me and and that's why giving is just so normal yes and it's part of me and it's part of the culture yes. and then I found Leo and Leo's the same or better Yes. You know, so it was like, okay. Yes. And it and it's part of what you have in the heart. So yeah. it's not about giving and thinking of what you're gonna get or anything. It's just giving, you know. But I gotta say, everyone listening, Teresa Raso here that's joining us today from Villa Roma and Cambalachi restaurant, and of course many of you know her husband Chef Leo also. You guys provide an environment that when you come to the restaurant, it's this family atmosphere. You know, yes. it's so it's not just the food. 
Mm-hmm. It's also this this environment that we all love. Share with us a little bit about you guys do pairings, right? Tastings, because I know my wife and I love those. Yes, and those also sometimes benefit different fundraisers. Yes, share with us a little bit about that because I love those. We love those, and I think people need to know about it. Yeah, well, we try to do it every month. Sometimes we can't, just depending on the month and the situation. But we pair winery mm-hmm. with maybe three to five uh, courses that mm-hmm. Leo prepares. Yes, and uh, then we have somebody there explaining the wine or talking to you about mm-hmm. you know where the wine came from or um, you know have special prices. Sometimes we've had like I think last time a couple of weeks ago we had the winemaker from directly from Argentina oh, just wow. there at Villa Roma and having the wine tasting he even played some songs and and, and Anito Verde this guy is that who you're talking he, about? he's the winemaker for for uh, Felipe Staiti wines yes yeah but he has his own wines okay um, okay so we do all that and just you know everything helps us even if you come for a lunch even if you come for an empanada yes um we're always looking at who to help Yes. You know, we do particular events like this, you know, to fundraise or to help. Uh, last Friday, we did a, a great, fabulous, beautiful event to raise funds for the Rotary Club yes. in Orange County. Yeah. At the Ocean Institute in Dana Point. Nice. And, I saw that. Um, yeah, we were there making paella for 200. And, um, you know, we do all that. But every single thing that counts, every time you count, you come to Villaroma or Cambalache, rest assured that you are coming and you're just not enjoying the food. But you're helping us help others. You're or helping bless in- others, right? Yes. I got to tell you, I got to bring this up. The ceviche that he made on one of these tasting nights that you did, <laughs> the pairings. Oh, yes. my wife and I, and, and I know others, love that ceviche. And we still owe you a ceviche. You do? Where's <laughs> well, that yeah, ceviche? Well, it's not in the, here. It's not in the here. bag? <laughs> well, I don't know. Talk to Leo. <laughs> I think it's important people, and I know we only have a few minutes left. It's important people understand, because we've had so much fun, it's gone by so fast, and we'll bring Leo also back, or both of you mm-hmm. back. But it's also for people to know that, yes, they're Italian, yes, they're Argentinian, but when you do these pairings, I look at it as like, me and my wife can't wait to see what he's going to make. Yeah. It's like opening a present. What is he going to, the dessert, the, the It is, the and it's international cuisine, because sometimes you have to pair it with whatever wines you have. Exactly. Yeah, and um, it's just... The way he pairs the wines with the food is just how we pair our life with our community. It's, it's art. Just, it's just part of it. And we're just I'm just grateful to, to be in the business. And like I said, I, I started with him and started helping him, you know, put maybe this color over there, this wall, this decoration. And a couple of years I ended up running the place and I love it. I know we don't have a lot of time, but I also want to make sure everybody knows you guys are also one of our Stray Awards winners a few ba- a few years back. Yes. And thank you for everything you do for us at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Uh, a lot of supporting our events. Um, and also, of course, you guys are parents to two great young men. Right? Yes. And so shout out to them if they're listening, right? Or yes. if they see this later. They'll probably see it later. But yes, yes that's um, I'm, I'm very honored grateful and blessed to have him as as i'm just honored it's an honor to be their mom and Mm -hmm. um louise is uh 15 he's my wrestler and he's just an amazing young boy 
Awesome. And, um, shout a, out to Luis. Yeah, shout out yes. to Luis. And Emiliano, he's my little... Business guy. Business I guy, he's gonna attorney. Run, he's going to run the, the business ar- one day or be the attorney for the business, right? Yeah. He. <laughs> if you want to argue, come to him. He's a debater. Yeah. If you want to <laughs> practice your debating I, I skills. I wonder where he got that from. I don't know where he got I that. Know, I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> Mom is really calm. Doesn't, Mom is really shy. Yeah, yes. really shy. And dad is the same. And <laughs> No, you know, our children obviously play a huge role in our lives and I see how you and Leo you're so supportive not only with your children but the schools and the community I love that about what you guys do yeah. constantly giving back it's it's really important to be part of it because I feel that if we wherever you are whoever you are if you concentrate in your little community around there if we would all would do that it, it would be just a different place you know and with my kids I make sure that they know they know where I'm at right now and who I'm at with and they know what we're doing and what's the impact. And then every night we reflect, what did I do? How did it impact? Or I even share texts of people that send it to me because I want them to know that if the time that mom's not there, what she's doing. And I feel that kids learn better by seeing than exactly. by hearing. Exactly. Sometimes they don't hear everything, but exactly. they hear it their way. Yes. You know. And by this way, they get to they get to know they know that dad went to do a delivery right now he's coming back from riverside for feeding a, a shelter wow so you thank know, you it's, leo it's shout out to leo and all the staff i know you yes, have a lot the of amazing hard, staff the hard-working staff and i know you're constantly thanking them and appreciating them and and we want to thank you for being here i know it's gone by so fast the empanadas amazing guys the, i know you the, ate half of the time the sandwich no. i'm gonna i'm gonna eat all this it's just you know um, can i just do a shout out because i'm not familiar with the restaurant and i other than the empanadas there which we, i go in and buy that sandwich was amazing. Thank you. I told you. It's like what? It's like a fried egg or something. Hey, sh- you gotta come. And, and, you gotta. They gotta come. The try it out. Was moist. Usually, when you get real thin steak like that, it gets tough or whatever. It was very moist no, and tasty. Just and make sure they ask for Leo's special. The Leo special sandwich. Wow. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, you can get it with avocado. Um, you can get it with egg. Um, but it's just a delicious yeah. sandwich. And this is an Argentinian like sandwich like yes. we talked about. Many people make quote-unquote kind of compared to like a Mexican torta, but it's very different. Yes. Very different, and it's become and one of my favorite. And what's the event again this week? Which yes. Shot, this, tag it one more time. Yes, here. the Paella Fun Day, which is Sunday, this Sunday coming up June 26th mm-hmm. from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. There's going to be wine, sangria, takeout, of course, if you want to just come by and take some to go. Right. You can dine in. It's Paella uh, with a Purpose. Also, I think yes. supporting rice. It's and, paella with the purpose. And paella is what? It's a Spanish rice. It seems to me all, like you throw everything but the kitchen sink in there. It's so right. delicious. <laughs> very moist, very delicious rice, right, yeah. Teresa? It's a. It's definitely. It's the most traditional, you know, dish in in Spain. And yes, there's. It's a. It's a process. And the best thing is that people can see how the process goes. Because first you kind of fry, you cook everything, then they put the water. It looks like a soup, and then later it turns into. Just rice with the Just protein. watching it be made, it's a, it's a cool it's process. It's a journey, yes. yes. I do a lot of videos. It's really fun. So definitely mm-hmm. come out, folks, and support the event. Call the telephone number I'm about to give you, 949-454-880. is the last four numbers. And again, that's Villa Roma in Laguna Hills, 
Teresa, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. We really appreciate you. Folks, don't forget to visit us at OCHCC.com, uh, our chamber website, and our Instagram at OCHCC on Instagram and on Facebook, Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We do have our golf tournament coming up August 30th. I know Teresa and Leo are usually there, and they yep. we do a paella, and it's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. so you also can get to meet them there. Thank you so much for everything you do, Teresa. Say hello to Leo for us. I will. And uh, hopefully we'll have him soon on the show. Yeah, and maybe he can bring paella. Ooh. Ooh. He's got to come now. Would you be okay with that, Paul? (laughs) This was incredible. Please bring more food like this. Oh, my goodness. Feed the producer. I want to appreciate everything. And thank you, Johnny. And thank Paul. And thank the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And everybody out there, you know, we're here for you. Let us know if we can do anything. Uh, we're all about community more than a restaurant, but of course, come in and enjoy our, our food and you know get a little taste of the gratitude. raviolis, folks. The raviolis, go try the raviolis and the calamari is really good, yeah. folks. We gotta run. I'm so sorry. Yes. It went by so fast. Thank you, Teresa. They also have delicious desserts that we have yes. here in the front. My mom, by the way, loves these desserts that they have there. Um, and so, folks, thank you for tuning in. Where our community is your community. We'll see you next Wednesday. Paul, take it away. Well, as he holds up some of the food here again, hold up some of the desserts there. We'll just thank you again for joining us at this feast. What a feast for the eyes. What a feast for the stomach. What a feast for the staff here today. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for joining us here in our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station. Well-fed today. OC Talk Radio, streaming live from the University of California, Irvine's Bia Applied Innovation Center.